I'm going to start charging it rent. There were two bodies in there. Lots, she emphasized, of rent. One old body and a new one. Ellie, have you ever heard any stories about another door into this room? She could have, if one existed. An ancestor on Ellie's mother's side, Chester Harlequin, had owned the house in its heyday. No, she peered puzzledly at me, with her red hair softly framing a heart-shaped face, green eyes above freckles the color of gold dust, and a long, slim body blooming out at the middle like some enchanted flower. Ellie resembled a storybook princess and was as tough as main granite. But she was in trouble now, and she didn't even know it. Yet. I'd never even heard of this one, she added. I have seen photographs of this parlor, though, back when... Her gesture took in the ramshackle interior wall, where the door had been concealed, its trim removed, and panels smoothed over by a coat of plaster topped with the same fusty vines and grape leaves pattern as the rest of the ornate old chamber. The wallpaper was new, she said. Last time this room was redone was sometime back in the twenties. Although when it was hung, that paper had probably looked ultra-modern. In its time, Harlequin House had been a showplace, with parquet floors, marble mantles, and chandeliers so grand and numerous that the house for a while was dubbed the Crystal Palace. Why someone had also walled a body up in it was a question I supposed might never be answered, not after more than eighty years, which I guessed was truly how long the woman had been dead. The state of the plaster, the wallpaper, and the body's own costume all testified to it pretty convincingly. Yet there were no additional obvious entrances to the room, and the inner walls were all of unplastered boards. Any break in them, however well repaired, would have been clearly visible. In short, it appeared that the room had been sealed since the first body was entombed. So how'd the second one gotten in there? I know her. Ellie said suddenly. I've seen old pictures of her wearing the dress and the tiara. It's Eva Thane, the woman my Uncle Chester was. So that's what happened to her. Ellie, wait. She'd gotten her wind back and was about to re-enter the room, her shock giving way to the curiosity that was among her most prominent character traits. Why? She demanded impatiently. I want a closer look at... Then she understood or thought she did. But you're right, of course, a flashlight will help. She drew one from her smock pocket. The windowless room was enclosed on all sides, with a center hall at its rear, kitchen to its left, the parlor, plus a vestibule and coat room, to its front and right. The house was so huge that a square of missing space wouldn't be missed, especially tucked as it was to one side of an enormous black marble fireplace. Ellie aimed the flash past me, and sucked in a surprised breath. Him, she exhaled, recognizing the dead face instantly, just as I had, despite the unpleasantness of its disfigurement. But having been unnerved once, Ellie was not about to show faint-heartedness a second time. Well, she continued briskly, this certainly isn't going the way we planned, which was an understatement. Begun just today, the Harlequin House fix-up was supposed to be a labor of love. 
Assisted by a small army of local volunteers, we were to ready the old dwelling for a gala put on by the Eastport Historical Society, and in doing so, perhaps up the chances that someone, anyone, might actually take the place off the society's impoverished hands afterwards. And the first corpse, I thought, might even have helped. A long dead flapper from the Roaring Twenties could have been just the hook this old money pit needed to snag the attention of a buyer with cash vastly exceeding common sense. But the newer body was of more than historical interest. Way more. We have a problem, don't we? Ellie said. She was starting to catch on. Eva Thane's antique corpse dropped off her mental radar as a new and more unpleasant light dawned. Afraid so, I agreed unhappily. The dead man was Hector Gosling, Eastport's most irascible real estate mogul, as well as the current president of the historical...